And now, an Envision Financial podcast with Luke Smith on Canberra's 2CC. Actually, today I've got a very special announcement. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, today is the 100th edition of Luke Smith and Envision Financial here on 2CC. Oh, where did that go? I've got no idea. <laughs> apparently, you've been doing this for a long time. Well, apparently. <laughs> I just said to you earlier, every other day feels like Friday at the moment. And yeah, well, obviously, they're and whipping past a lot quicker than we realise. So the people who actually count these things tell us that this is the 100th instalment of your segment on mm-hmm. this program yeah. every Friday for the last 100 yeah. Fridays. Correct. There you go. Well, it must be because finding something to talk about is getting real <laughs> tough, right? <laughs> oh, there's always something to talk about. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Okay, so I don't know. I mean, I got here in September, so how many weeks is that? 37, 40 weeks or something? I don't know. Um, so I've, I've done this, mm. what, 30 or 40 times? Mm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There you go. Yep. Uh, I'll have to uh, work harder to catch up. Today, <laughs> we're taking a look. Well, in the last several weeks, we've been looking at the end of the financial Correct. year. So today, yeah. we're doing something slightly different. We're looking yeah. at the beginning of the new financial year. Correct. <laughs> exactly. So I thought, in light of, of getting ready for 30 June, basically, if you're not ready now, you're really skating on some thin ice about making contributions and getting stuff done. Because It is the 26th. Come the end of Tuesday, if it's not cleared and in the super fund, then it's going to be very difficult to claim a tax deduction, and there's a very big chance you'll blow next year up. Um, which if, if planning two years ahead is, is what you want to do, then fantastic, that's a win. Yes, and so in the past few weeks, uh, we've been advising to get all of these things in order yep. by today, the 26th of yeah, June, correct. Yeah. to be on the safe side. Yeah, you've got a little bit of, of, of leeway there, and obviously you can run the gauntlet for those that are just getting around to it. Um, but obviously, you know, like most things, if you, if you miss the boat there, you're going to get a little frustrated, and yeah. it pays to act on these things very quickly. So there's still a little bit of time, but... Let's not let's not assume that it's going to. And, gonna and let's start looking ahead now. Of course, yep. every year on the thirty first of December, people start making New Year's Eve resolutions. Yep. You know what they're going to do in the new year. Yep. And for some people, it's pretty much the same when it's new financial year time to make yep. new financial resolutions, new plans, and new financial goals. Yep. So, uh, what should we consider to make the most yep. of the new financial year? Well, I think it's a it's a good opportunity where you can draw a line in the sand and say, okay, for the next 12 months, what are the things that we're going to try and do to improve our position, improve our decision-making, and and what can we do about trying to enhance our position? Because I've never met anybody come in and say, well, I'm I'm really happy I started early because all of this money that I have now through good behaviour, I can put to good use. No one's ever upset about that. The flip side I get is, well, I'm going to pull stumps in five years. Should I start thinking about it? (laughs) And I think really... Talking today about the behaviours that people can try and instil and some of the things they can consider will put them in a a good position. And that's the important thing, the position and the behaviour. You don't have to go out and make wholesale changes. You don't have to go out and turn your life upside down. You know, have a budget and look at your spending. The one thing I've got from COVID as a positive is I've got clients coming in, sitting down and going, you know how much money we've got in the bank? This is amazing. Because you're not dry cleaning. You're not eating out every day. You're not buying your lunch. You're not having four lattes. and Not driving as far. Yeah, not driving as far, exactly. You know, so people are coming in saying, we've got so much money in the bank and we actually realise how much we waste. Yes. And I think that's a really, really good positive. So the first one I've got on this list here is think about your spending and, and have a go at a budget. Now, a budget's not a dirty word. It's not a scary word. If you don't want to have one, don't have one. That's cool. No one says you'd have to, but if you want to try and make solid financial decisions and, and improve your behaviour. Just like anything, football teams, what do they do? They train all week, they play, they evaluate it, they practice, they play and repeat. Mm. 
A budget's and, very similar. And, and well, you know, a lot of people might be scared by the word budget, but really it's about having a plan. Yeah, it's about having an idea. The one thing I get the most is people walk in and say, what do you live on? I don't know. <laughs> or the other answer is whatever I earn. How yep. much is that? I don't know. <laughs> so it's very difficult to try and manage cash flow and budget and, and make informed decisions without those sort of things. So, you know, think about your spending, think about a budget. Um, and, and the next thing that people can do is set goals. Actually make yourself accountable to someone. It doesn't have to be me. It can be your husband, it can be your wife, it can be your partner, it can be your kids, it can be your auntie, your uncle, whoever. But set a time frame, set an objective, make it short-term, medium and long-term so that you stay engaged because I find if you say, oh, well, at the end of this financial year, I want to have this much in the bank. If you have a rough first three months, you abandon it because you don't think you're going to get there and you become disenfranchised. So the important thing is to have short-term, medium-term and long-term. The next best thing someone can do is if you hit that, reward yourself. Have a bender. Go and buy something. <laughs> do whatever it is that you want to do to reward yourself. But don't yourself. blow it all at once. <laughs> don't, don't go and unravel three months of good saving. But... Again, it's it's always about give and take, give and take. Yeah, um, and those things are so don't are, buy are really a brand important. new sports car. Just you know, have a nice lunch out. Well, you know, <laughs> and hopefully, ScoMo, if you're listening, um, let's make the long lunch tax deductible so we can get the economy going again. Ooh, great yes. idea, wonderful initiative. Um, the other thing people can do is check your costs and your expenses. So this is a really good time when you're receiving super fund statements and end of financial year statements from the various things that people pay and, and maintain to keep a house going, insure families, all that sort of stuff. Have a look at the statement. Take the time to just evaluate if what you have is what you need. And then also think about the costs because we find all too often that people come in with insurance that was relevant when the kids were five, six and seven. The kids are now 25, 26 and 27. You had a mortgage, now you don't. And you're paying the same insurance you had 20 years ago. So check and see what you have and check its relevance because there's no point paying for something you don't need. And even simple things. Do you still need Foxtel at $130 a month when Netflix is 13 There you go. You know, <laughs> do you need two boxes? Do you need three boxes? Do you need the Disney Channel? That one for me at my house, that's a lock. Yeah. <laughs> that's, if I turn that one off, the kids will be, there'll be a boycott. Um, but again, always assess your changing situation. And I think off the back of COVID, you've probably changed your behaviour somewhat. And if you have found that you have more money at home or you have more discretionary income accumulating in a bank account, see if you can stick to it. See if you can actually drive that forwards because I liken budgeting and saving to going to the gym. Now, it's not something I've done recently, but <laughs> in, 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 a, in a much younger life, the more you go, the stronger you get. The more you go, the stronger you get. The yeah. more engaged you get because yeah. you can see results. And saving and budgeting is exactly it. You need to tie the event to an account. And what I mean is, I, and here's a beautiful example. I had a guy come in uh, end of last week. The entire driver of the meeting was, I'm buying a boat. Right. Tell me how I can buy a boat. Here's the boat I want. Here's much I need for the boat. Let's make the boat happen. And at the end of the meeting, we were actually garnishing his wages to save him from himself. Right. Because he had a, a Woolworths grocery bill that the Raiders would be proud of. Right. And there was just him and his missus. Yeah. So, again, focus your attention to something that you really want and chase that. Because without that hyper-focus of an outcome, like this guy getting his boat, it's very wishy-washy and, oh, I'll do it next week. If you've got a purpose and you've got something that you can chase, I think if you can tie the behaviour to an outcome that you really want, 
fantastic. You'll be more engaged and you'll be more consistent over the duration of the event. I've been told by people who have gone through the exercise of buying and owning boats, don't do it. Oh, look, <laughs> it's... Yeah. It's, yes. a, it's a financial yeah. hole the size yeah. of which just keeps look, growing. There's, there's language I could use that wouldn't make the podcast. Yes. Um, and I think you're exactly right. Yeah. It's all relevant to people's situations. I've got a very good mate of mine. We play golf together. He's got a lovely boat. And for his situation, fantastic. Yeah. As a financial decision, catastrophic. Yes, indeed. So the, the, the other advice I received was don't get married, but that's a different story. <laughs> I think the advice I got was stay married. Yeah. Well, when I told him too late, he said, in that case, don't get divorced. <laughs> this was a lawyer. Exactly. Exactly right. Exactly right. So, you know, I think that the important thing about New Year's resolutions is set the goal, understand what you're working with, make informed decisions about moving towards that goal and then have short-term, medium-term and long-term objectives and reward yourself. Because I think if you keep doing that, you can stay engaged with the process because nobody can actually turn around and say, well, I'm going to go on a diet and I'm losing 20 kilos and I won't be healthy until I do it. Mm. It's a week-by-week thing. It's a kilo-by-kilo event. And the more you lose, the more inspired you get. The more inspired you get, the more you lose. And budgeting and and finance and retirement can all, all be in the same sexy bucket and uh, speaking of being married as we were a moment ago you've also got on your list here to uh, if you're in a relationship work on this together do it together yeah look i find again it's a bit like the weight loss journey great analogy because if one person's eating well and the other person's sitting at the table with some junk food it's it's very tempting to cave and change the behavior so if you're going to do it do it as a family you know i had a, a client say to me recently i actually actually sat the kids down and said look here's the water bill here's the electricity bill here's this bill and little Johnny here, every time you have a 45-minute shower, like, <laughs> there's going to come a point where the water will go cold. Yes. And he found that with that engagement and, and, and enlightening the children in relation to the actual cost of running a household, he got engagement from everybody. And that exponentially helped them from a budgeting standpoint because electricity, water and all these other utilities went down significantly over the next quarter because everybody was engaged in the process. So if you're doing it with a partner, do it together. Um, look at you don't even have to look at your finances as a collective but if you're both doing it in isolation that's great because you're both moving towards the same outcome which will keep you engaged and also keep you accountable to each other and if you're so inclined you can even make it a competition to see who can save the most do you know what it's it's the, the other thing i've put on here if you really want to you know we've talked about this in relation to budgets if you want to curb your spending shop with cash mm-hmm. it's old school and i know a lot of young people out there go cash like what does that look like but Paywave is like kryptonite oh, yes. to a budget. Yes. Because boop, boop, boop is far easier to justify in your head than handing over the money because then there's an emotional engagement to the transaction and you're standing there going, Do I really need this? Wow. You're counting out those twenties or counting out those fifties going, Phew, I really need this. So, you know, that's a great way. Absolutely. Although at the moment it's a little tricky. Some places are not taking cash at the moment, but that'll change. Yeah. In a a post-COVID world of normality, whatever the new normal is, um, if you can go shopping and and limit your spending. Um, And I find grocery stores, you know, they're they're places that, you know, you can do a lot of damage because you don't go there with a list. You don't go there with cash. Mm. And the last thing you want to be is the bloke, you know, at the cash register getting a price check on, you know, green undies. Um, because you've run out of money and you can't pay for them, you know. So, 
if, if you go in with a list and, and you have a plan like most things, the yep. chances are you'll come out and, and you won't be too loose. Absolutely. The shopping list is an essential tool mm. in your financial chest. And today we're talking about New Year's resolutions for the new financial year, which of course starts next week. Yep. So uh, we're uh, having a look at some of the practical measures you can take to achieve your targets. Yep. We've started off with using cash when you can, because that way it mm. actually seems real when you spend money. Yeah, look, I think it's 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 a fantastic way of making yourself accountable. Um, you know, before the ad break, we spoke about things that you can think about and what you can do. I think now this this last lot here are just about ways to do it. So again, shop with cash. I've also got on here, get some help. You know, there may be structures and ways to do things that you don't actually know at the moment um, because someone famously said, you don't know what you don't know. <laughs> so check that out. Um, use an account, if you're gonna save, try and use an account that's not linked to your online banking. I find that if you can't get it, or yes, have somebody like me garnish your wages, then out of sight, out of mind is a very, very safe way to save yourself from too many beers on a Friday night to wake up on Saturday and find out that you and your best friend are going to Coachella. Oh, you know, that, yes. That happened the year before last, and <laughs> the person was very, very upset when they found that out on Saturday morning. Um, check your home loan rate. You know, Go through your stuff, as I said. Get your 30 June statement. Check your internal cost ratio. Check your admin fees. Check your asset allocation. Check your contribution fees in your super fund. Check your mortgage. If you don't have a mortgage broker, give us a ring. We'll stick you in touch with somebody and they'll be able to review all of that at no cost and make sure that you are making the most of the very low interest rate environments that we're in at the moment. And more importantly, that you have your structures correct. Is it interest only? Is it principal and interest? Do you have an offset account? Do you have a redraw facility? What do you need? Um, that's a very good way to get your budget and your cash flow underway. Um, think about moving insurances to superannuation. If you want to focus on saving after-tax income, super is a great way to push that cost into another structure. Right. Um, people may or may not be able to do that depending on the funds that they're in. But again, it's worth asking the question. Um, I'd also think about using, we've got a, a budget tool on the Knowledge Centre. So you can go onto the website, www.envisionfinancial.com.au. You can subscribe to the Knowledge Centre. It's free. And there's a whole range of tools in there that can help you allocate where money's going and, and take that fear away from the term budget. Because I never advocate that somebody has to go and live in a tent, but... If you can save a couple of dollars here and there, fantastic. Um, use some technology. We said last week about you know getting ready for the, the end of financial year. Use some technology in relation to your money management. So some of the, the apps that are on the iPhone are very, very good. They'll let you know when money's come in and out of an account. A lot of the banking software now is, is very intuitive and you can label things, which is fantastic. So get on the tech side. You've got your hand in your phone most of the day. You might as well have it there for something useful other than sending, you know, Snapchats and, 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 and messages to people. And also think about external programs. So, uh, for example, Raised, R-A-I-Z. It's a, it's a way of putting money into an investment option. And what they do is they round off every transaction from your linked account to a dollar. Right. So if you spend... But they round it up. Correct. And they round it up and take it out of your bank account so that you don't even notice that it's gone now. You kick that off with 40, 50, 60, 100 bucks and then say, well, every month I'll throw 10 or $20 in and then it rounds up every transaction. And at the end of the year, you could use that for the Christmas party, for the kids' holidays, for whatever you want to tie the, 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 the event to. It's a great way of having something tick away in the background and all they do is literally whatever the sense is on the transactions on the linked bank account or credit card, they just round it up to a dollar and then invest it into uh, a market profile that you've selected so that you can benefit from, from growth. Um, so or, if, you're, if you're buying something that's uh, $45.50, yep. uh, you'll end up paying $46, yep. but the $0.50 cents extra yep. goes into your savings plan. Correct. Exactly right. And then you can pick the appropriate investment option for you. And it's something that just happens in the background. 
um, that you don't actively have to think about. And I find the best way to stick to these things is make them subconscious. You get paid on Thursday, set a direct debit up on Friday, pull it out of your account. So you're not physically having to do it yourself. And then you'll be able to stick to what you're doing for a much longer period of time with greater consistency. Well, because you're not actively doing it. Speaking of a longer period of time, we don't have a lot left. So quickly, <laughs> your top three, and then where do we get more information? Sure, top three. Get a budget, understand where your money's going. It's very hard to plan something without having the foundation of everything in the right in the right order. Get a separate bank account if you're going to save. Don't have it tied to your online banking because temptation is stronger than most things, and you'll pull it back and waste it. Um, and the third one is get some help. If you want things reviewed, get things checked. If we can find some savings, you know, we saved the guy five and a half thousand dollars on Monday, um, in in insurance premium that he thought was cost effective. Yeah. So you know, get some help, find out what you've got, and go to the open market and see if you can sharpen up all of the various expenses that you have. So where do we get more information? So if you want to have a check that out, obviously with the new financial year coming around, we've got some time in the diary. Six two six zero four seven four nine. Have a word to Barbara or Sally. She'll be able to get you in the diary. Envisionfinancial.com.au on the website. We've got the strategy stack of Luke Talks Money on the podcast. That's on iTunes and Spotify. And obviously you can subscribe to the YouTube channel Envision Financial Canberra where we've got the show and all the key takeouts so that you can pause it and, and watch it at your leisure in the car on your phone just as long as you're not driving at the same time. Exactly. And if all else fails, just hit us up with an email. Fantastic, Luke. And uh, thanks very much for that. And we'll see you again next Friday afternoon at the usual Beautiful. time for episode 101. Done. See you then, mate.